0: Welcome to another edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Look at us with our new funky layout. Uh, I know.
1: It's so cute.
0: Deep Cornell magic. I can see her. I always get this wrong. There you go. A Steph Chase in the bottom corner.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I love her. It's so <laughs> super cute. I'm in like a purple dress. I've got my fan. I love it. Love it.
0: Great. And we've already got uh, 10 members, 10 people signed up yesterday nice. to become members of the Wrestling Daily team. Uh, remember, guys, join the fun. Get yourself that special look. Can't crash your nose. Look at that little symbol next to his name. He knows that's somebody who is a m- cad, a cad, a card carrying <laughs> a member. Cat. A cad.
1: That means something else.
0: Yeah, oh, I was going to say, oh my, Cad breeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's that's what that's what it looks like if you remember, and you can use those emotes we have at the bottom there. There's Louis with all of his inheritance money, I'm presuming. Uh, the Daily Boys, me being angry, which I still think is harsh, but it's fine. Uh, Steph fanning people down, and of course being a good egg. You can use all of those. And while we're at the new layout, as you can see, Steph, Chase's handle in the top right hand corner, all things Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you make your way over there. You can see my handle top left. And dare I say most importantly, WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Your ultra chats, guys. Uh, It's one of those where it can take us in any direction for the show. You decide. Have a hot take. I don't mind. Uh, So that is excellent stuff. Please do get the ultra chats in. They've been great the last couple of days. Keep it coming. But first thing first, Steph Chase, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you, Alex. Uh, in a pretty good mood. I just watched NXT actually before coming on. I thought it was a really great edition of NXT actually. It was good. It was a really, really good one. I was really moved by the acting of William Regal at the beginning. Mm. I think that I've always thought he's such a great actor. He's I'm not on him as a wrestler like other people are, but as an actor, I think he is Oscar level. Mm. So I was really moved by his acting at the beginning of this week's NXT, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's a great opening segment overall. Um, yeah. it, was, it was the first NXT in a long time where there was like multiple segments that meant a lot. Like a yeah. lot actually happened uh you know grimes in la night you're coming around on cameron grimes i've seen Steph. i
1: am coming around on cameron grimes you see people can you know people can like prove themselves to me and at the beginning wasn't a fan of the character thought it was an annoying um thought it wasn't like that funny um still think it's not that funny but i think he's he's playing it really really well he impressed me so much um at in your house he was he bumped for the business he did uh he really outshone LA Knight so much who was just you know having a an average match and Cameron Grimes was like putting it all on the line um Mm. so yeah I, I really like Cameron Grimes but yeah I do think it was a really good NXT and um I think the way they're using Samoa Joe is really interesting just having him as some muscle we still get to keep William Regal and his fantastic acting I think my only negative and and sorry to open a Thursday show talking about a show from Tuesday but I never get to talk about NXT anymore I mm. think my only negative was just actually the kind of use of Karrion Cross at the beginning I just did not think that he fit that role of being the guy you know to talk to Regal I thought he looked even less intimidating than usual dressed up in a suit standing opposite Regal and i think samoa joe looked way more scary than and cross mm. if i had to like pick one of the two of them but other than that i just thought it was all really good
0: yeah i think they were trying to i guess emphasize like uh carrying Cross is a heel like you know, yeah. like they, they felt the need to, to make that definition, which you know, yeah. okay. they
1: went so full on him being like this bully heel, where as that's kind of not how I'd seen him before. I'd seen him before more as this like this dominant monster that probably yeah. doesn't have to bully someone because do you really have to be a bully when you're like that? You know, apparently impressive as we're being led to believe. Um, but yeah, I thought. I just thought that was a bit bad, but the rest of it was awesome. And it was, it was nice to see Joe and I'm so glad that William Regal's sticking around too.
0: Yeah, me too. Best case scenario, really. Joe and William Regal, I will take it. Absolutely. Uh, Let's, before we move into the titular news, as we like to do, remember guys, the link to become a member is in the description of this video. Make your way down there. You can become a Wrestling Daily member. And when that happens... Me and Steph will throw a little party for you right here because <laughs> it comes up in the live chat. It comes up. Yeah. And yeah. we will celebrate, believe will. you me. Um, the titular news, Steph. Mm-hmm. So, Wrestle Votes and uh, Andrew Zarian and a few others have kind of said that WWE's new direction coming out of the pandemic, they want to have more quote unquote gimmick shows. This is the the tweet that they sent out today hearing wwe is potentially looking at more themed live shows upon returning to the road old school raw because we haven't had enough of those king of the ring mm-hmm. Tawny, viewers choice ala cyber sunday all possible for late 2021 early 2022 um steph what are your immediate thoughts to that news
1: uh, this is what I would describe as playset booking. You know, doing gimmicks. Um, probably sell a few playsets out of them. Um, I think that it's uh, it's I, I don't I don't want to bury it, but stuff like that to me always seems like a, a desperation move. You know, that we're gonna do something like a, a novelty thing rather than just. Fixing your week-to-week shows and your month-to-month pay-per-views, I think that the actual shows probably sound fun, like viewers' choice things and stuff like that does sound fun, and everybody loves a theme. I love a themed event and a themed party, Um, but it's not the direction that I would go in to actually improve things. I think it can drum up a bit of short-term interest, but you have to remember four or five months down the line, once we've had quite a few little themed shows, themed shows are not going to be a novelty anymore, and it's just going to be same old, and no one's going to care what the theme is this week.
0: Yeah, um I mean that's the thing. I was ranting about gimmick shows the other day in terms of pay per view. Yeah.
1: We had um, a hell of a sell, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we really did. Yeah. And now, when I think about this, like, okay, yeah, I'd like to see a King of the Ring tournament. I'd like to see a Queen of the Ring tournament. Like, if mm. you're gonna if you're gonna do that for the men, why wouldn't you have that for the women as well? That's an yeah. easy way an easy way to, to, you know, make good content for a, for an extended period.
1: And the women can style out the crown better.
0: There is that too.
1: And, mm-hmm. you know, you can get
0: NXT involved in this. There's a lot of great crossover, I think, with that involved. Uh, I, I think those two are no-brainers. There's always going to be, because it seems to be Vince's reflex when ratings are down, there are always going to be these retro legends. You know, there's always going to be these yeah. old, old school nights. That's always going to be a part of it. Uh, I, I'm okay with that, but I think more than one a year is just a bit, mm, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like, kind of dilutes it,
1: right? Like, it really does. It yeah. really does. When, when was the last
0: one they had? And I want to say it was Madison Square Garden. I might be wrong, but Stone Cold Steve Austin came out and that pop mm-hmm. was like incredible. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Everyone was like, ah, everyone's so happy to see Steve Austin. And uh, uh, I don't know, like you do it more and more. It just sounds kind of a bit like, Ugh. So you you want it to mean something and and have a purpose. Um, But in terms of like Cyber Sundays and things like that, I mean, if that's legit, again, in moderation, I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, if it's legit, it might cause some people to have to think on their feet, which could spill into the rest of the work. Um, But I think something like that is cool and it's fun as a one-off, but I just don't see it as a solution. Like what I heard, you know, big, wwe changes coming exciting stuff that i was expecting something much better than this
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> really was Cause that, cause <laughs> I expected that, an overhaul of everything
0: because that is something that was tweeted out the other day i, I believe it was andrew zarian who mm-hmm. had basically said like oh yeah. no, I, I think he said i can't say too much in fact i'll get on the tweet because i don't want to like paraphrase and misquote him um but he said he wasn't able to say that much yet But things look very promising for WWE. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's see exactly what he said again, so that I don't absolutely hang him out to dry. Um, But still, like, you know, hearing a lot of exciting stuff on the WWE side of pro wrestling. Too early to post anything, but honestly, I'm very hopeful we will see a quality turnaround by the end of the year. I hate being vague. I generally don't post things like this, but I'm very hopeful right now. Now, I have to believe what he's heard is a great deal better yes. than, than <laughs> this gimmick so. situation. yeah.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I think from listening to uh, his podcast, I don't think he'd fall for this gimmick situation. It's been a great turnaround. So hopefully he's heard something better. Loving your on-brand flask there. <laughs> I knew you'd
0: appreciate it. <laughs> I've got I one of this. those too. <laughs> yeah. In the summer,
1: they're vital, Steph. They are. They are. They are. They're very good. They are very good
0: um you know but speaking of like what WWE plans to do the second half of this year like I've heard from a few people that a a UK tour is something that they're hoping to do um Mm, I believe as well yeah and I believe as well that they're looking to get out to Saudi Arabia as well um which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that's where the that's where the money is but um yeah I, I mean the fact that they are looking at a UK tour and all of these things I mean, just for us, Steph is promising. You know, they're going to get us along mm-hmm. to some stuff. Um, but I think it just shows you that are kind of going all back in. And the way things are looking in the UK right now, again, I'm not like political or anything, but we've pushed back the kind yeah. of the date, right? It's into like a month now, was it? Like July something, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've pushed it back. Um, but again, that's really so that everyone can get vaccinated and then everything still be fine and Mm-hmm. We not, you know the NHS not get caught out I'm okay with it like if it was like a full lockdown kind of thing that would suck but like I mean life yeah. right now I can cope with how life is right now Steph
1: I feel the same um there is nothing in the next four weeks that I was looking to do that I can't do yeah. so um that's fine like for me uh, yeah, full lockdown would be terrible, but right now I can do the things I want to do, which is, you know, go to the park, go to a pub, uh, sit outside a pub, and that's, <laughs> you know, see one or two friends. And, like, I was out all weekend, and it felt like, because I don't mind wearing masks at all. I think I'll keep wearing masks. I'm the only person that wears my mask full time in the gym, so I'm, like, very much into the mask wearing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I spent all weekend out, and I felt, Like, as close to normal as I've felt in a long time, so I don't mind another month of it being like this.
0: Yeah, I would have minded if it like fell over SummerSlam, or, (laughs) um, or if you know, even further than that, like Chicago, you know, I'd be like, ah, um, because I am still hopeful that we'll be able to get out to SummerSlam. Yeah, I know, you know, uh, there's been some discussions on the talks, but in that we want to do live shows and stuff at some point, as we do here for Wrestling Daily too, but, um, you know, to actually get out there and, and do that stuff, I, I, I'm, I'm gagging
1: to get yeah.
0: out to a proper show and do, you know, not only just that, though, but like when you go to these things, you'll know you did the Fox premiere. There's mm-hmm. like all these media opportunities and you do, you know, like, OK, for instance, this week I had Bobby Lashley on the phone yesterday. Yeah. Um, And then that's kind of like your week. You know, if you yeah. lucky, you'll, you'll get two or three. But when you do these press trips, you get like six, seven, eight really good names you know whatever like in the space mm-hmm. of like two days
1: absolutely yeah. in
0: the face like for in terms of content these trips you know it's not just that we want to go to vegas and watch SummerSlam, although it is that but yeah. you get so much from these trips they are so i like mm-hmm. I, they are so worthwhile
1: no but, absolutely i can't wait to be back going that and then i'm also excited you know for when um i can work at shows like when i'm doing stuff with rev pro and actually like being in front of a crowd for the first time stuff mm. like that um doing some work there and meeting people like all that's like really exciting but i don't mind another month of whatever whatever has changed like what didn't open nightclubs didn't open i don't want to go to a nightclub anyway i'm fine so uh yeah i could take another month of it that's it i mean you've done great with that
0: with um rev pro like how, how did that I don't know if you've explained the story before, or for anyone who hasn't uh, come to know, like you were doing some interv- like you know, interviewing stuff at the shows, yeah. like, like. how's that? How did that come about?
1: How did it come about? Um, it, it came about because I well, I attended a lot of Rev Pro shows, and then I did a thing like for New Japan about oh, like I don't even know time anymore, I think two years ago <laughs> yeah. or so, um, where I um like, set them up at this um, UK uh, Japan festival, like, so that we had a booth and everything. Oh, I remember and,
0: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, RevPro helped me out in that because they're New Japan's helpers uh, in the UK. And I really wanted to work in for a wrestling company, but I especially wanted to work for RevPro. So, I just, you know, asked. And eventually, we kind of figured out what I could do, you know, because they have like a ring announcer, they have this, and that wasn't what I wanted to do anyway. And then, Once the um, empty arena shows happen, they find a great place for me being someone who just kind of explained a bit of stuff before matches and did some interviews and stuff. So, yeah, it's really fun.
0: I don't know if you know who this is. You're very much like Megan O'Livey, who does UFC. The
1: UFC, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: you're very yeah, much like yeah. her. They you know, they always froze to her. She explains who's coming out, what, what the deal mm-hmm. is, you know, what the story is, what they're about. And very succinctly, but just as the walkouts are beginning. And that's kind of what happens, yeah. right? Like the yeah, superstar yeah. walk past you and stuff. So it's very cool. Guys, you should check it out. Steph has posted a few clips of her mm-hmm. in action. But that will be very cool to see how you do that when fans are about.
1: Yeah, I know. I, it will probably be, like, slightly different or whatever because I was kind of covering for the no-crowd noise that we had. Yeah. So I'm not sure, like, exactly how we'll do it when there's crowds there. But, yeah, I just want to get get out in front of people. It will be be a real test, but <laughs> it will be really fun, I think. Now,
0: a reminder, guys, we want you to join us here at the Wrestling Daily team. Make sure you look in that description and become a member. Use those lovely emotes. Get that tier system going. Get your badges as has been stipulated by the lords of the Wrestling Daily Channel. It's such a great thing. I love the guys that I saw joining yesterday. Adam Pearson's here, mm-hmm. wh- who's got his little mark. He's signed up. Hector Rodriguez is signed up as well. Lizzie actually is signed up as well. Um, there she is. Oh, Lizzie, I look. can see
1: the little emojis. They look so cute in the chat.
0: Exactly, exactly. Tremendous. Um, I want to say it was Pete Quinnell. I, I hope I'm right. I think it was him. So Q-tip, as it were, was at the double, um, as he so often is for this channel.
1: Ready to pop the question? Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: Uh, Guys, remember, do join us. Or if you want to support us in a smaller but grander way, get those uh, ultra chats in. And we yeah. will of course discuss any questions you have for us, or any topics, any way you want to take the show. I do see we have got a few in there already, um, so I will get to them in due course. What was I going to say from here? I can't even remember. I had something for you, Steph. Oh, there was a li- there was something in the live chat I wanted to throw to you, being that you are Miss Dynamite. Yes. Um, I thought this was an interesting question from uh, MK ASP. Peter 64? said that the best I could. If AEW comes to the UK, do you think it will be months, plural, worth of shows?
1: Um, I think it will be definitely more than one. Um, I, I wouldn't say months. Um, a month is possible, but I would say at least two weeks. I think they will hit London, obviously. I think they'll hit Manchester, maybe somewhere else like Scotland or Wales. Um, And maybe like a Dublin as well, even with that being Ireland, but close. So, yeah, I think that they'll definitely make more of it than just, you know, we're going to give you a big show and a dynamite or whatever. I think, yeah, they will stay in the UK for longer.
0: Yeah, I know the plan last time. So uh, I spoke to Dustin Rhodes at one point before the pandemic and i know that they were thinking about doing a tour there was going to be like a a stretch of live events they didn't know how many or how long but the idea was a few so you would presume over the course of a week or two and of course fighter fest last year which ended up being headlined by moxley and brian cage was Mm -hmm. meant to be in london as we learned uh tony khan told us on on a media call so they have had plans, they've had to go back on them, but one thing that they've remained very consistent about is that they absolutely will be getting over here and that remains a priority for them. The fact that they would give us something like Firefest, Fest, I believe, is a good start. Yes. Really do. Yeah. You know, that that's outside of their top four pay-per-views, that's one of their main events. So, um, yeah, I, I i can only imagine the only way is up once things open up for AW And Tony Khan, with all the roots, we'll call them, that he has in the UK with Fulham and whatnot... I have to imagine that he'll go big. So, yeah, very mm-hmm. exciting when that does happen. Tyler here was talking about his gym journey in reference to Steph going to the gym. Well done, Tyler. Woodwise. Well
1: done, indeed. That's really awesome. It's like going to the gym um, when you haven't been in a while. It can be really hard to get back into it. And certainly when they were closed over here, it was it was very difficult. And then once they opened um, – Like when, when I got back in there, it it was difficult, but once you get back on it, it is like, it's really good. And I think it really helps people to go to the gym. I think that was one of the hardest things in lockdown. People not getting that opportunity to exercise and stuff.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, how'd you get your release? You know, how do you, you you know, expend your energy kind of thing. Like for me, um, I mean, right now, I I was most of my life. I've been like a very just because I played football, you know, fairly mm-hmm. athletic and in good shape. Right. But um, the lockdown has no doubt put me in like my worst shape because it's just, yeah, you just, you, you, it's very easy to fall into that whole Like, oh, you know, I'm just going to eat whatever I'm going to do, whatever. And there's no way to kind of really mm-hmm. burn it, burn it off. So I've enjoyed getting back to the gym recently. Uh, the last couple of weeks I've been back on it training. Um, I'm going to be going tonight. Later on from the show, I'm going to have a run, I think, but I need to get training because I do have to do a big run that I'm still very nervous about doing.
1: um I'm training for uh, I'm training for Chicago man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's what I'm training for. I'm in, yeah. I'm in the gym every day going Chicago, <laughs> Chicago yeah <laughs> like just getting your
0: stamina up for that weekend uh i want to be i want to be your statement man to your vincent man and i'm going <laughs> you know, like who, who do you hate you know oh, chicago ah. <laughs> 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 all the old time vignettes. that is uh right let's get to some of the ultra chats that we have here uh we will start off with uh being that it's referenced to the main topic mario Painesville dan says hello rest daily hello um Hope you are feeling, Dexter, tonight. Uh, I, 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 I actually, I think I'm enjoying the indie part of the storyline better. Sorry, but I, I, I have found it more humorous in the last few weeks. I will say that much for it, Steph. Yeah. that's the best you've got uh i can imagine raw roulette coming back and king of the ring please only in the style of deadly games oh like a one-night tournament uh we need multiple stories spinning all off this use it as a reset for this awful 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 tv product that's raw um I mean, I, I loved Raw Roulette back in the day. Um, yeah. but whenever they went to Vegas and uh, Eric Bischoff would would roll out that, I, I loved it. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that come back. And as I said, I think King of the Ring, I don't know why King of the Ring ever died out, right? Like, I, I've, I've never really understood this, the whole, it was so important to so many careers.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I'm really not sure why they took that away. I know that, I guess maybe from a WWE perspective, like Money in the Bank replaced it in a way. You know what I mean? Because that is kind of like your next guy. And you can't have too many this is the next guy things a year. Yeah. I, I think you could, but I'm just going by WWE logic. What do you think, though
1: Well, you can have too many next guy things a year if they don't ever actually follow through on the next guy, I suppose. You know. <laughs> I'll never forgive them for the Otis money in the bank thing. I mean, I'm not saying the guy was the best wrestler, but the fact that you gave it to him. And he had a storyline, and you just took it off. <laughs> it was dreadful. Um, but yeah, well, Ro- Ro- that would be fun. King of the Ring coming back, if they can make it meaningful, then I'm all for it. And if they can do something like the winner with the winner, and we can try and get another big start of it, that'd be great. I think there was a point where the King of the Ring turned, and it became less that you had won this tournament like Austin did, and more that you got. A cloak and a, a crown, like it, more that you were just now someone that carried around new accessories, mm. and and I think that they kind of based stuff more on that. Like you saw it with uh, Corbin, um, were just like guys that shouldn't be the important part. You know, like you won the tournament, and I think they that made it tread more into comedy because you did have those um, accessories that you were now carrying around, and it just yeah it, it became a bit silly but if they can build it back up again that'd be cool
0: i think they definitely could um mm-hmm. like when when i look at king of the ring in terms of you know as a pay-per-view i think it ran from like 93 to 2002 and then they just didn't do it again until the, what they did like the uh it was like a network event when Bar- yeah when bad news barrett won it right all right yeah um i don't even know what year that was 14 15 Anyway, um, the years that they, I don't know why they like defunct it in 2002. The last winner of it in 2002 was Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, this is the pay per view we're talking about, not the actual King of the Ring. Um, and he went on to challenge The Rock and become the world champion. Like that got him the title shot. Why can King of the Ring not be used to give people a title shot? Like I, I, I know these comparisons make people mad. AW used the battle royales, yes, to just give you a title shot, right? And I know no one yeah. has really won from it yet, but still, it does set up intriguing things and it's something for the winner. Um, yeah. but King of the Ring being once a year and Queen of the Ring, I think I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, I, I, maybe not even as a, as a standalone event like that, but to me. I just feel like there is value in that. And that's, and Brock Lesnar is a great example of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It just takes forward planning, which is kind of what they didn't have with Otis because they clearly never booked a way out of it, you know, a, a, a satisfactory way out of it. So if they could forward plan of who they wanted to bestow this on, maybe a Damien Priest or something like that, then it could work out really well to actually build a new main eventer.
0: Yeah there there was a great stretch like Bret Hart won it obviously 91 93 Owen Hart he was maybe the best king of all time I think yeah. um in 94 and then you got that really important stretch where Austin won it 96 Triple H 97 yeah I'm reading this by the way um in, in, in case you you know it you remember I mean I
1: didn't want to,
0: I didn't want to fool anyone um <laughs> And then, obviously, Triple H wins it after Austin. He was meant to actually win it when Austin won it. That's a well-known story. Uh, Ken Shamrock wins it in 98. Now, again, I think mm. I, can't, I, I can't remember who we were talking about the other night, Steph, um, that when they were hot, they were hot. Shamrock at one point was hot, wasn't
1: Shamrock it? was so it, hot. Like, it, he's a big missed opportunity, is, is Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And Dan Severin, who I really liked at that time <laughs> so much. Yeah.
0: It was so weird they didn't do more with that. But, you yeah. know there you have it um anyway after shamrock this is probably the worst one of the bunch in that era billy gunn
1: wins that's the one people mock that's where it started that's where it started to be if billy gunn can win it anyone I mean, but, can win it type thing I, which is not fair, but I, I mean like <laughs> but I, mean,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I can see why a difficult it, period like yeah
1: but like, i mean i can
0: yeah. see why they gave it to him right mm-hmm. like i He had everything to be great, in my opinion. I know he wasn't an amazing promo, but, like, in terms of his agility and strength and look, and he had, like, physical charisma if he wasn't amazing on the microphone. Yeah. Um, I can see why they said, okay, let's try and make Billy Gunn. Unfortunately, from there, they put him with the, like, we said, like, hot. The Rock was blazing hot. In and they tore him down, and he absolutely destroyed the poor bloke <laughs> on the microphone. Like, dear <laughs> God, him. um, he absolutely crucified him. We got him on to do because has actually said it. Dear God, uh, he said, "My name is Billy." He's a barb. Um, yeah, he absolutely crucified him, and then obviously he they really had, did. And they didn't have great matches together either. It was just a yeah, you know, Billy Gum. Out you get. Um, it was it was difficult for him, but. Bless him. Uh, Moving on, Kurt Angle, that was another great one that was made. Again, he wasn't, like, too hard into the King gimmick, but I remember him going for it in 2001, the whole back-to-back thing, and everyone Mm -hmm. really buying into that. Edge is next, who obviously we know went on to be great. He didn't actually do much with the gimmick when he won it. It was more about Christian, like, beat him with the trophy. That's all I really remember about it. Um, But, again, they were trying to make him, and that worked out well. Then Brock Lesnar. Then this is where it gets, like... We're not doing it annually. William Regal wins it in 2008. Booker T wins it in 2006. Now, I will say that obviously gave us King Booker.
1: Yeah. And
0: and that was good. That led to a world title run that he deserved in WWE, in my opinion. Um, So I'm okay with that. uh, Sorry, Regal. Then Sheamus wins it in 2010, which, again, Sheamus was pretty new to the company. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just kind. It was just more about the rub than he didn't become anything, right? But then, bad news, Baron Corbin. They're the last two, and they both really got saddled with like the King
1: part of it. Yes, yeah, and I think that is an, an offshoot from Booker T making the King's because that became his his entire gimmick. Yeah, and it worked really, really well for him. Um, and then I think they tried to you know kind of shove it on Barrett and Corbin that they should be making it that kind of thing that didn't really work I just had a thought what I'm surprised that King of the Ring hasn't become something that they've given to NXT as a way to elevate someone and maybe even bring them to the main roster that would be an exciting tournament on their side
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mayor with Dan notes, Regal was awesome, almost won the world title. He made a mistake. He was GM and King of the Ring at the same time. He had a huge push. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Regal winning it. I wish he was world champion, personally. I wish he had a small run. Even as a character, I think he would have been a great champion. But I wish he was an uh,
1: Academy Award winning actor.
0: <laughs> exactly. He would have made that stuff work. Um, mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, I, I think there's a lot
0: of evidence here to suggest that it can mean more. And we just wish it would sometimes, but there yes. you go. Let's move along to another old chat. That's a very... We got a lot of change out of that one. Thank <laughs> you. <did? I> <laughs> 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 Who needs dynamite? <laughs> yeah, Mario Painsville, Dan. You got your money's worth there, brother. Uh, next up is Bo Hill, and he says, I really can't believe what WWE has done to both The Fiend and Bliss's characters. Steph's the right person for this. They um. were... <laughs> they were both at one point One of the best things in WWE And now we are basically getting Shayna Baszler versus Alexa's doll And Bray is nowhere to be found Um Steph, do you want to take
1: this? Uh I mean, I'm not, I'm not the right person Because I never enjoyed it I think as two perf- performers If you want to take them away from this character Yeah, I can't believe what's been done to them uh, I think Alexa... Had so many great moments in her career where she was really really good really strong on the mic um and i guess she's using some of these skills here but it's terrible scripting but she was a good a good character to have and we've lost that now for this weirdness and as far as bray wyatt there's been times i've liked bray wyatt and from the fiend onwards is not a time of like bray wyatt but i think Wyndham Rotunda has something to offer the wrestling business and I wish he found a different way to give it to us than this character yeah I I mean
0: I, I said this the other day I think I love Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse I find him very very engaging as that character like my issue with The Fiend has been what it was from the beginning like once he became impervious to to like anything, yes. I thought, well, Jesus, how are they? How do you do anything with this? Because he's like unbeatable. Um, and then, as in true WWE fashion, they didn't like carve a story where they were like, "Oh, what makes him weak? Like, what peels back the layers?" They, they just, yeah. with, they just came up with like that ridiculous booking with Seth Rollins and Helena Cell. You know, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a no contest. You can't have that in Helen in Cell. Um, you know, and then also. The, to ruin that that luster and that illusion by Goldberg, then just runs through him. That yeah. was WWE's way of saying, for all how mighty the fiend is and how um, incredible nobody can touch him. This man can run through him. Like, they put more prominence on Goldberg at that point in his career. Your favorite? And that, oof, I mean, listen, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but like. Yeah. I presume their logic would be, oh, we make Goldberg look that great. So then when Reigns beats him, he looks great. Like, that that doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Nobody yeah. remembers that. Nobody goes, oh, well, Reigns must be the shit because he beat Goldberg, who beat The Fiend. That is not how it works. Um, so I, I think, like, that that was so much – they've done so much nonsensical stuff with that. Leading to that WrestleMania, I think everyone thought, oh, it's going to be The Fiend and Reigns, which – yeah. You didn't need everything else that happened or transpired before that. And I know everyone goes, Oh, Goldberg's a bigger name than Bray Wyatt. Yeah. You could do, you could do this forever. You know, let's have let's have Kim Kardashian come on then and <laughs> and let's have her wrestle Bianca be Belair and say, Bailey, sorry, mate, no room on the cards, because you know, I mean, I know that's not a direct comparison. I'm joking. Yeah. But Still, that logic to me is very flawed, and that is one of the reasons WWE are where they are creatively. Um, so there you have it. I, I-, di-
1: uh, I was going to be disappointed what I would have done with The Fiend to make me not hate him. I would have had the character not be this crazy supernatural force. I would have had him just as an unhinged guy who makes these videos. like He's almost like some kind of... Um, out there YouTuber but a bit not right making these videos and then when he comes to the ring he puts on this mask and whatever and he believes that that makes him powerful but there's like no magic he doesn't do any tricks there's no fire he never does that in the mind match with John Cena to learn wrestling um and I and I would have just had him like that and even like him thinking that he has this strength when he's a fiend kind of makes him bit unbeatable because he'll kind of yeah. do anything, almost like he's a, like a Cactus Jack, you know, he'll do anything to win, or he's got that adrenaline that, you know, someone who's completely drugged might have and not, you know, feel pain, something like that. And it would have had no supernatural stuff. No one would be hypnotized, there'd be no fire. There'd be no giant jack in the box. And, um, yeah, it would just be like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, for the record, I liked Cena and, and Fiend. I know, uh, and Wyatt Armania. Um I thought there was a, a few cool bits of storytelling in there. Um, but I do absolutely go along with a lot of points that you made, that the whole supernatural nature of a lot of his matches is just yeah. in the red I mean, light as well.
1: Does this mean that Goldberg can defeat magic? Because he went the so quickly, you know, like that's that's why you can't bring something like that into it. Because now, is Goldberg a super magician? He, when he comes back, he should have super duper powers. Yeah. You know,
0: rabbits out of hats, all sorts. <laughs> um, man, ah, he
1: a spell on Vince McMahon. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and his wallet. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, for Alexa Bliss again, I feel like for what she's been given. She's done a good job, right? Mm. Like, it's not her fault. Um, I feel like she's acting as best as she can in this role, and she's great. Um, again, how is that going to translate to the ring? Well, what I've seen thus far with, like, the Randy Orton's of this world and stuff, it doesn't bring me – it doesn't excite yeah. me to see what she's going to do with Shayna Baszler. Um, you know, they haven't found that end of the formula. They've gone, this is cool. This will be interesting. We can do loads of – you know, what about when it comes to a match? I haven't really thought about that. So, yeah. anyway, that's what we think. Steph, what about this? Triple Stroke says, will Eddie Kingston win the TNT title in Grand Slam New York?
1: Well, I said yesterday that I think that he should get a shot against Omega at Grand Slam in New York just because I think he is due one. And I think that they mox... So, I feel like when, with the Moxley rivalry and now Moxley's being gone, like, Ken- or Kingston is kind of solo... In this, and I think he should get his title shot there. Yes, yeah, sure, he's gonna lose, and um, that's not maybe the happy ending we want. Though maybe they to give you a happy ending, you could return Moxley at that point to kind of at least give him a hug or something and say like you tried, man. Yeah. But I would give him his shot against Omega at that that show, or I mean, him winning the TNT title. That's very soon to me for Miro to lose it. Depends how hot Miro is. If this turns out to be a bad run for Miro, which I don't think it will be, then yeah, take the title off him. But I wouldn't hotshot that title just because you happen to be in New York because there will be other times in New York. But I would give Kingston a huge moment. And I think that moment would be challenging Omega.
0: I do think, yes, that there will come a time where Eddie Kingston deserves that huge moment. I don't even know if it's a TNT title. I'd be... I'd, have, you know, I'd, I'd seriously consider making him the champion. Um,
1: I'm at some not, point, yeah.
0: Yeah, at some point down the road. Um,
1: I like uh, Matthew's comment in the chat there, because, uh, give Santana and Ortiz the tag team titles at Grand Slam. I think that would be a great shot. Uh, they really deserve that so much. Um, uh, they've never even come close to achieving that um, because you know they've been so wrapped up in all the inner circle stuff. Um, and they're awesome, so they, they, those two would be great to be given that shot at at the Grandstand pay-per-view, and I think by that time it would be time to take those titles off the box anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, is there any way to see the instant reaction of Alex when Goldberg won? Maybe something you tweeted out. I did tweet out in anger. I can't remember what I tweeted. <laughs> I, I, I think it you was... You
1: can't say it on a <laughs> family show.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I never swear. Um, I... I I I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was like I was mad. I did tweet something like this is effing stupid, something like that. I, I can't remember. Like there was a whole diatribe um, of me ranting about how ridiculous it was that Goldberg had won. Um, I, I don't know. I might be able to. I might search later and I won't. Uh, it'd be really hard to find, but I might try and then I'll bring it here tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was something let me tell you that i was fuming i was covering it for work i, I remember it like it was yesterday i was sitting in my bedroom because it was like because it was a saudi arabia show so it's earlier
1: yeah, yeah. So i think
0: it was i think it was like i don't know like five mm-hmm. it starts so the kids weren't in bed yet and all that stuff and um and i just remember it happening and sitting there on my laptop like what but i was just so mad like didn't even know what to do i was meant to be writing it up I, was like, I don't even want to write it up of me in my Goldberg. Wherever that Alex <laughs> you know you members you know what emote to use. Um what else have we got going on in the ultra chats then. Bacon Russia says evening. Quick two questions for Alex. Oh. Uh when are we getting the talk sport tour? Yeah, I was there today. I should I should have done it. Also, thoughts on Kundy and Goldstein, WWE related for both. Do you think they're going to put the uh, King of the Ring crown on Nakamura due to his finisher? Um, Cruiser Mania War Games One Day Hashtag uh, I'll answer your Talksport one first I love Cundy And Goldstein Goldstein in particular um, Is very funny Cundy is Very much A Provocator He knows what he's doing A lot of the time Like the other day He was like I don't care If the home nations Do well And you know a, a Straight away Everyone was like "Ah!" Uh, he's very good at that And Goldstein is very funny Very naturally funny bloke And nice bloke Off air um, Talksport tour uh, maybe I'll have to record a video when I'm next there um, and bring it in for you guys. I was there today doing work, but obviously it's not as great if we're not live. Um, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll be in there too late and I'll have to do the show from there or something. Who knows? Who knows? I'll give you a tour one day. It's pretty cool in the studios. Um, Steph, do you think yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura is getting the crown? I
1: mean, if, if they do, they've got to make him do the king thing and it's going to be. Another. Yeah. So I love Shinsuke. I hope not. I hope not.
0: not. I would go along with that. I mean, I, I just I don't want people battling over the crown. Like I want you no. to be I want you to want to be the king of the ring. Right. Yeah. The you can go
1: buy a crown. It's easy. I
0: want you to, to, to say I am the best wrestler in the company right now because I won this tournament. I am the best. Not. Oh, now I get to wear a crown and a cape. Or whatever the hell it is, like yeah. that's that that they've lost the meaning of what the tournament is. So, you know, them battling over a prop doesn't excite mm-hmm. me. I'm afraid I'm a big smackdown guy, but that doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. Um, I'm all for Shinsuke being on TV, but pff, rubbish. Yeah. rubbish. Um, Gate Crusher Forever. The member. And remember, that's a good segue to say, Come on, guys, we haven't even had a new member. This show, me and Steph. I want to throw you a delightful yeah. party. Uh, okay. Bring us your membership, guys. Come on, join the tribe. Um, you know what to do. It's in the description. Follow that link. But anyway, Gatecrasher Forever does say I suffer from depression and anxiety, and my meds start to wear off around 7 p.m. Wrestling Daily gets me through the evening. In capital letters, he says, Thank you to the presenters and my fellow viewers. We have a lovely community in the chat. Also, sorry, Steph, for the NXT AEW comment the other night.
1: Ah, that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. It's just, as you can imagine, Alex, I get a lot of your, you're like, you're only positive about AEW stuff. So I kind of interpreted it as that, but it wasn't, you know, but thank you so much, Crasher. And we're just glad that we can be of help.
0: Yes. Very proud to, to be helpful to you, my man. Uh, I think I've said this many times, On Twitter before but depression in particular and struggles like that are something very close to my heart and some of my loved ones struggle with indeed so uh, my DMs are open for that very reason that's the only reason I keep them open on Twitter if anyone ever needs to talk or just have fun reach out chat shit I don't care Um, if you are feeling down I will be there that's something I always try and do. Um, here we go. November. Yeah. Ricardo. Ellie do you your fight for us. Join the party. And wow, what a segue that is. What a segue that was to lighten the mood. There you go. It is it, it, just a, the perfect, the perfect thing. What have I got for you? I've got some French fries that my kids. <laughs> eat. Poke to there you? you go. I've brought that to the party. Uh, I don't know. We could play Uncharted 4. <laughs> uh, um, my, I
1: could, I my could put daughter, on a Shawn my, Michaels hat.
0: There you go. My daughter painted this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what else? Uh, what else? I have a miniature Darby Allen who says hi and thank you. <laughs> I
0: I have Lady Bird antennas. <laughs>
1: there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, then here is... Uh, Oh, no, it's not. I was going to say, here's a football medal I won. My (laughs) daughter took it. They took it.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: God damn it. Well, that's very upsetting. Um, So there you go. I hope that was a great party for you, brother. Yes. Ricardo, you very much deserved. Um, I'm going to have to find more stuff now. Uh I know. I'm
1: thinking, like, every time we get a new member, we would take it in turns doing something Silly. <laughs> <Some way laughs> of self, it? I
0: know. I'm going to start scaling up my living room for the- whenever a <laughs> member. Like, oh, um, there you have it. Anyway, Ricardo, tremendous stuff. The prize, of course, my friend is the show. Uh, mm-hmm. And you are, you are a great part of that, my friend. Thank you very much for that. Everyone be cool. Like Ricardo and the rest of the wrestling daily gang, join this community that we love building. And that's something that I loved about what Gate has said that's true yeah. i love i love the community of people we have in the chat i really do yeah. it's um, awesome it makes it's it like awesome. after like yeah we have all, all of us even you in the chat after we have long days at work i think the last thing you'd want to do is come to a show that was like you know the worst part of twitter where yeah. you can't say what you think or you know it's just very combative this is a very welcoming zone um Mm -hmm. so i love that i love that you said that thank you very much brother um cm chris is in the house as well hello alex and stephanie how are you both i'm good i'm good Tonight is Impact Wrestling. Tonight will be the fallout from against all odds last Saturday, with what happened between Kenny, Moose, Don Callis, and Sammy Callahan. Such good stuff! Shout out to Carol. I mean, she said she loved you when she left. I feel like you could have done a bit more there, brother. But I'm not going to, you know, be that be that guy. I support you and your blossoming love. Uh, Steph, what do you think about the fallout from this this end of Kenny Omega's uh, belt tour?
1: Um, I can't say I'm that excited by it really. I think him winning the Impact Championship was awesome. But I think it's also kind of exposed how little depth impact has on the roster. So I uh, that feel kind of mean saying that. So nothing has kind of happened there recently. Thought he had a good match with Moose. I thought probably the best match Moose has had. Never been a huge Sammy Callahan person. Uh it's intriguing I guess. Uh we'll see though. I think that Him being Impact Champion, it hasn't been like week to week that exciting that like you must watch Impact thing, you know, like it was right at the beginning. It's been hard to maintain. It has been hard for them to maintain it without a roster of – like they have very good wrestlers, but they don't have big names.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get Kenny Omega like a hot feud there. Yeah, it really is. Um that, that's the thing. Like, if you went to New Japan tomorrow, yeah, there's a ton, right? It would be hot. And that's the thing. But like, I'm not saying K- Kenny will have great matches. We've seen it already with the Impact guys. And I do believe in the Impact roster in the sense that I feel like they have changed perceptions of that company over the past two years. Like, maybe more than any other company on on earth, right? Like, in terms mm-hmm. of how their stock has raised, I don't. I don't think anyone could really argue with that. They've done great. Um, it's just a case of like, you know and this is going to sound selfish and you know, I'm really glad that Samoa Joe's ended up in NXT, but there was a part of me that was like, oh yeah, if he does come to impact, then you get, you, get, you know, you get Samoa Joe and you get Kenny like that. That's a legit yeah. big, big feel feud. Like who on the impact roster, you know, he'll have good matches, but who is there that we're like, ah, oh, you know, you need to get Kenny to this guy. And I think there kind of in lies the problem. Even if you did, did this in reverse, right. And you had Britt Baker come over Everyone yeah. would go, "Oh, Gianna right? Like, that would be the one that people go. And there's many more after that, in fact, like Jordan mm-hmm. Grace as well. Um, I just feel like you're right in what you've said, basically. I, I like the Impact roster, and I think the show has come on leaps and bounds. But is there that, like, ultimate dream match for Kenny there? I don't think so. I think there's yeah. good matches, but I just don't think there's, like, red-hot ones.
1: They've raised the stock, like the reputation so much of the roster, like of the team, but they haven't found individual star players, like Mm. star marketable players. And that's what drives the company. Yeah. And that's also then the problem of you bring over an actual star and then it's kind of lessens your people a little bit more as well because really this if i if i had to name impact stars it would be the good brothers who are aligned with kenny mm. so you don't even get like a kenny obecker carl anderson singles match you know they're in his gang so yeah it's it, it's a good storyline but i wish the impact roster had kind of just a more exciting person to come in and challenge him.
0: um I can't believe this is this true. The retail price of the new AW title is 700. Apparently
1: it's what? a apparently it's a, it's quite the replica if you're into that. But they are all really expensive, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I think WWE is about uh and this is pounds I'm talking, so maybe I think it's about 350 pounds, which is 400 yeah. dollars. So they are never cheap, for sure. Um yeah. wow those. There's a lot I could do with 700 dollars than buy a title. Um but you know, well I must say when I walk uh, when I've been to events, not been to a lot in America as well, they're everywhere. Like people do buy them, right? People you, do. No wonder yeah. they are that price. People do buy them. Um mm-hmm. True Hill He in the house today, saying welcome, Ricardo. I mean, true he should be a member, really, but he is. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let him off, you know. I'm not gonna take <laughs>
1: You want to put his uh, salary towards... Ben that's America. what i was going to say. <laughs>
0: you know, we're just going to cut what he earns on the show and pump it <laughs> pump it into the show. I don't know how, I don't know how ethical that would be. Um, but no, thank you for the Ultra Chats tonight, guys. All of them were absolutely excellent. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, moving along, Steph, for this week, we do have Dynamite. Um, we've got a couple more, and then I believe we're back on the 30th, which uh, is two weeks away yesterday um what are you expecting out of these shows i know we've got kenny defending on one Mm -hmm. of them but they do need to pick up the pace a little bit right
1: yeah they really do so this week we have the heger award locate match so i'm expecting that that.
0: that's very funny sorry (laughs) i totally forgot that i'd revealed to everyone that i dabbled or i just wanted a smidge of heroin (laughs) sorry (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh god there was no,
0: no heroin I- on my table there was yankee
1: candles there you go um there was my my daughter's bookcase. you need to leave these till we get another member don't give N- away the goods no heroin in here <laughs> god's sake
0: uh anyway
1: keep it in your shoe alex just to case some walk <laughs> past the police
0: <laughs> i knew you knew i knew <laughs> Anyway, Dynamite.
1: dynamite. Okay. (laughs) Look, everyone, it's a very exciting Dynamite tonight because Hager's getting in the cage with Wardlow. It's Wardlow week, by the way. Wardlow has been celebrating his own week all week. Um, I'm looking forward to that match. It's a bit weird, this MMA rules match, but I think it's gonna be cool. Uh, I love Wardlow. It's a special place yeah. in my heart for, for Jake Hager. Uh, what a lovely guy. Have you heard? Sorry. Have you, have you heard the talk is Jericho about Stadium Stampede? No. Okay. If, if Jake Hager has not endeared himself to you yet, listen to this. This man was terrified doing the entrance. He was so terrified. And when they did the entrance, they, they were told like the two heaviest people basically had to go either first or last. So when it came to, so I think it was, it was either Santana or Ortiz was like the second he- heaviest. And they said, yeah. like, who wants to go first? And either Santana or Ortiz said that it was like the Simpsons, like Hager was like Homer going back into the bush. Like, <laughs> he was so terrified. I, oh, I love Jake. Anyway. I think that's going to be really exciting. But what I am really looking forward to is when they have the Saturday show. I think that's when we're going to get proper Dynamite feeling like Dynamite back again. I think this Jungle Boy versus Omega is going to be a great match. Really, they've been building up really well. Jungle Boy is so likable. Obviously, it's not his time yet. And he's a super good wrestler as well because he brought MJF to his best match in this company. Like before so don't like don't sleep on jungle boy's ability but I can imagine that that's just gonna feel like a real great kind of big time match and it's gonna be a huge moment for Jungle Boy even in defeat because we've had him in big matches before but this is his biggest opportunity and I can't wait to see that but I'm hating these Friday night dynamites I like to watch mm. it live it's on far too late yeah. um and it, it they do feel like, they feel like they have been made uh, in a where where you don't watch them. Like they feel like that they've said people aren't watching them live, so we're not going to make it feel like you know must watch. Yeah, and that's that, that's unfortunate.
0: Is that for real? Jungle Boy just passed Kenny for the motor wins in AW. He must have been putting in real work on Dark and Elevation. Oh, he does. He does. I feel like that should mean something in the rankings, like where you get your wins. I know there's no real yeah. way to cal- calibrate that, but somebody ostensibly could just win advance. Three,
1: three points for a dynamite win. Two there points you go.
0: Yeah. for an
1: elevation win. One point for a dark win. Yeah, that's right. I don't, you know, I'm
0: not sure that those records they match up. Um, but did you see Wardlow basically kill a man on dark this week?
1: Yeah, he's great
0: my god (laughs) i um matthew from botchamania put out a clip about it which was amazing i had to retweet it um and he like so wardlow has him on the turnbuckle and obviously gives him the knee but the way the guy sells it he literally is just like limp and dead um and it's that great dodgeball scene he's like i think i think he might be dead um so (laughs) so good uh who
1: do you think's gonna win I think Wardlow's winning this one. I think yeah. when it comes to the inner circle and pinnacle, like solo matches, that's kind of harder to predict. I think it's going to be quite 50 50. Wardlow is taking this one. And then I think Wardlow, if you're watching, when he wins, <laughs> please challenge Jericho and I can get my dream match.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I, I can't hate it because I do, you know, I've been on your team this whole time. I do think. Wardlow Wardlow. is going to be the guy. I really believe it. And I
1: think that because MJF has said that he's not going to fight Jericho again, I think then Jericho's going to have to go through some other people. So, Wardlow, let's get Wardlow Jericho happening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Like you said, that is hard to predict, by the way. Like, because, you know, I don't really know. I don't want either of FTR or Proud and Powerful to lose. I don't. Yeah. You know, M.J.F. and Jericho. I don't want either. Of those I don't moves. want Sammy
1: to lose.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think Sammy's the only obvious one that I would say will beat Sean Spears.
1: I think Sean Spears could beat Sammy oh. because Sammy's already pinned Spears. No, wait, wait for where I'm going. Okay. And then after that, because M.J.F. won't fight Jericho, we get Sammy v uh, M.J.F. and Sammy beats M.J.F.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I think we have to get to Sammy and MJF at some point. We have to. Yes. Um, yes. right. This is the end of the show. Thank you very much guys for joining us. Uh, it reminds me here. Nope. <laughs> that is, that is important though. It is. Um, <laughs> see you, Chris, a reminder the wrestling Danny will be at 7 PM tomorrow. I do believe because Louis hasn't been on the show this week. I think it's Louie tomorrow with me. Um, I'll have to let you know, but I believe that it is Uh, seven o'clock English time tomorrow, because of course we're going to finish five minutes before, because then it is England, Scotland. That is the big one that Steph can't wait for. So uh, we're going to have the show then, and we're going to lead directly into the football. So nobody misses anything. Tremendous stuff. Guys. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Ricardo. Well done for joining the wrestling daily. Well done, Ricardo. We appreciate you, brother. Well done. And, yeah, guys, remember, sign the hell up. Your ultra chats tonight were great. I hope me and Steph gave you the value you were looking for. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Steph, i got two slices of Steph this week. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. And everyone, you can catch me. I'm doing AW Weekly on Sunday this week. I'm going to do it at 4 p.m. UK time. Uh uh yeah, over on my YouTube channel and on Inside the Ropes Twitch. But yeah, it's a Sunday AW weekly because I can't do it on Fridays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because that's when Dynamite is at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> God
0: damn. On Inside the Ropes Twitch.
1: Yeah, it's on Inside the Ropes Twitch as well as on my YouTube now. I Inside didn't know this. cast Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I love Inside the Ropes.
1: Me too. Actually, sure they'll be against you tomorrow, won't they? With England <laughs>
0: Scotland. Yeah, you know, I was speaking to Kenny earlier today. Actually, um, that's where usually you'll find my interviews on YouTube, and you can find Steph on their Twitch. There you go. They've got great tastes, tremendous stuff. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us, and we will see you tomorrow at seven pm. Take care. Bye. Bye.